How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Lavar. And I am Tim Wagner. All right, Tim. Episode 82. We're getting up there, man. Yep. We're getting up there. We're going to do there. the one I've been avoiding. No, nah, I haven't been avoiding. I'm just avoiding like that. Okay. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the one topic we've been avoiding for a three years we just get like super political and just like all the hot button stuff just out of nowhere (laughs) just be like i didn't want to do it but we're gonna talk about the right the left trans just like everything right right everybody's like what vaccines vaccines everything dude we're just gonna whatever the internet's talking about we're doing it right now what's going on overseas that's we're gonna Cow talk farts. about all that stuff. Our chemtrails real. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> people are just be like, "What the shit is this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Why? Eighty two episodes in, and now you pull this shit on me? <laughs> <laughs> it's called the long game, baby. We oh, Woo. we've been playing it. It's a long con. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strap in, you liberal." i'm just playing i we're not here for any politics at all no we're not no not at all we're gonna talk about the most popular sport fish in the world we haven't talked about it yet we've been dancing around it tim you're a bass we've talked about it we've talked about it but we haven't went in on just the bass on the species and the bass itself that's right Right. we have not but yeah you can't get around talking about it and have a fish podcast Mm. but now we're going to get into the species and we're going to talk about ai in the second half which is kind of a hot thing on the internet right now yeah so let's see where that goes it's not going to get weird yeah there's going to be some opinions and stuff but i mean i know now we're liars because we were like we're not doing any of that (laughs) shit but ai is kind of a hot button topic (laughs) right now because people are just like we got to shut it down or before the robots kill us (laughs) (laughs) that's true but we you know what i'm just gonna leave it there just for fun the cliffhanger that's gonna be our second (laughs) half because it's gonna be very specific but who gives a shit let's leave them hanging okay tim on that note let's do what we do Time for some fishing news. Okay. I got one here, and it has a a story behind it, but I'll say this headline first. Uh, No beer on the boat? That's just un-American. That is (laughs) un-American. So so here's how that story and that headline came about. I was watching some fishing stuff, and this Canadian goes, you can't have open water. I mean, you can't have an open bottle. Out on the ice. That's an open bottle law. You can't do that. This is still a lake. Who the shit says that? What the fuck are you talking about, man? And he goes, a lot of Americans don't know that. And I went, ah, this motherfucker's Canadian. That's Mm. what's going on. And in Canada, you can't have an open... Like, you're trying to tell me Canadians are the ones that (laughs) are like, you can't have a beer out here? What are you talking about? Dude. I was blown away by that comment and I was like, hold on now. I have to figure out what's going on here because yeah, I, I, Canada's got 
Canada is a different country. <laughs> yeah. Do we have drinking events here in the States on ice? In Minnesota, <laughs> it's like literally, are you guys going out to the lake for ice fishing? No, we have a keg on the ice and we're going to get fucked up. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> I've seen this before right. multiple times. Yep. <laughs> there are literal just drinking events planned on the ice just to be like, we are from Minnesota. We're <laughs> just going to go do some stupid shit. And <laughs> on that hard they, uh, open piece of water. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, that's the whole. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> so the comment was that it's still water and there's open yeah bottle laws that apply to the water and i was just like okay that's fucking crazy yeah i've been pulled over in boats i've been in boats i've mm-hmm. been on boat you know i've been around boats it's alcohol yeah. it's cool it's fine yeah the only law that we have here is it's just like drinking and driving in a vehicle you can't have an open container if you're driving the boat hold that okay because I went and I, so I started looking this up and I found it, uh, Care 11. So local news station here out of, uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. And I hit up there and I hit, and they had an article on this. Yeah. It came from their, uh, the awesome team over there, the verify team. Okay. So someone writes in with this question, with a question, right? And then the verify team at Care 11 goes and does some real journalism on it. Yeah. And they did, you know, they went to Hennepin County and they they did the thing and they had their research and um, cited their stuff. Go over to youtube.com slash realaftv slash at realaftv and you'll find the link to this Care 11 article. You can read the whole thing, but all I'm going to say is here in Minnesota, open drinks on the boat is legal. In fact, yep. the boat operator can drink and drive yeah. the boat. Yes, but not at the same time. Yes, at the same fucking time. No. Dude, no. go read the I, article. I'll have to read the article, but I'm pretty sure that that's not true. I'm pretty sure the rule is that you cannot have an open drink as you're driving. <laughs> I, I'll have to read the article, but I'm I'm almost positive that like maybe they went and fact-checked it, but like I'm pretty sure in the book, maybe they went and fact-checked it improper. So I don't know, because you can drink if you're the if you're the driver, but you can't have like an open drink in your hand as you're driving. Is from my understanding, like when you're stopped, you can drink. When you're fishing, you can drink. Then you drive the boat, you're fine. But I'm I thought it was you can, like I'm pretty positive that it's you cannot drink as you're driving the boat. So that's what I've always been told and that's what i've always heard yeah. because of um well that just seems pretty logical from yeah from if you know anything about dwi mm-hmm. laws and stuff like that it just yeah. seems it seems pretty logical yeah so even the boat operator can drink and drive the boat as long as they are not over or near the legal limit of 0.08. Damn, so they're saying that you can even, you can just drive. 
That's a quote. You can drink and drive the boat as long as you're not over the limit, 0.08. But you can still... So there's even in that statement... saying I understand you how you're reading and, into that. Yeah, and I'm reading even, into it one yeah. way, too. So good. Yeah. 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 So we'll, everybody, leave comments. Hit it up. Read that article. Leave us comments. See what you think. Keep going, Tim. Because... Because well, because I've always wondered that, like the debate I've had, and I've asked um, other people mm-hmm. that have been like uh, members of law enforcement and other people closely related. Yep. Where I've said, "Hey, like driving and having a drink is against the rules," but I was like, "What are the rules on an electric motor?" Like. Can I get completely shit housed and use the trolling motor to drive home? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been trying to figure out because it's like because <laughs> it's so slow and stuff like that. Like, does it? Yeah. Does it actually count? Because you're not you're not really putting anybody's in danger. Like, you could technically drive in front of somebody, I guess, but even still, you're not moving fast enough. The other driver should be aware. Yeah. Of what you're doing, so it's like I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, that dude that always drives home on his rascal from the VF every night never gets fucking pulled over. So, you yeah. Know? <laughs> but I have seen some random ass shit on like YouTube where people are getting DWIs because they're hammered driving their motorized cooler in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you I've have a motorized that. cooler, that's yeah. first sign you're getting a D-dub. <laughs> you have yeah, a mo- yeah. you own a motorized cooler. <laughs> I don't even have an open container. I'm just like, yeah, currently, <laughs> but you're sitting on like 20 of them. Your vessel is a container for booze. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's, so, uh, no, I was dead serious about like, I, I think this Verify team over at at care 11 great dude like they're they're serious journalists and they go out and they they get the right thing and i understand now reading the statement out loud how there's different interpretations of that yeah and here's the here's the thing here's what this really comes down to is Mm -hmm. first of all what are you doing canada you're fucking up come on now it's un-american to not have beer up there when you're boating un-american but shit so remember now, 0.08. Yeah. That's yeah. where a D dub officially kicks in. Right. Don't be a fucking idiot because yeah. if you're fucking around, it's yeah. cut in half and then give you a D dub at 0.04. Oh, really? Uh huh. And I didn't know that. what's more tempting on a boat, right? Than a boat, a jet ski, shit like that. It's like, yeah. So yeah. you can be out there, but you better keep your shit together. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Keep oh yeah, your shit together, fucker. <laughs> yeah, I I like that. I'm gonna use that if somebody's being stupid. I've only had three beers. Be like, that's enough. If you're being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that is mind boggling to me to be like no beer if you're sitting in an ice house. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you're on a lake. But you're also in a fucking house. Yeah, and I don't you even know what the like I don't know what in, the legal laws are when it comes to that because because I don't know that a officer of the law 
like a police officer can just come into your ice house. I don't know. So get more comments, please. Yeah. YouTube.com also, slash at RealAFTV. Because it, a DNR officer can just come into your house, right? Just bump, bump, bump. Hey, you got to let me in. I got to check what you got in the live well. I got to check what you got in the bucket, whatever. They can just come in. It's, they can. Yeah. A DNR officer can fucking walk onto your property and say, I need to see your freezer, sir. Um, I've heard, I've heard some of that stuff is a little bit different too. Like I know I've been hearing that since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. It sounds like there's still a little bit more hoops to jump through that like. That they have like a search warrant basically. Yeah. Like their version of a search warrant. It's can't just be like, Hey, I got to look in your freezer. You know, they, yeah. They have to have like a reasonable cause or whatever. Right. Everybody's been saying you're being a stupid at the fucking the dam. (laughs) <laughs> it said they saw you take 343 fish. Right. Some shit like that. Right. But yeah. No, no I'm curious. I'm curious now it. too with um, those laws where it's like, I would assume that they have houseboats in certain spots. Oh, yeah. You're trying to tell me that these people, because they're on right. the water, can't have a drink where they live. Right. Minnesota, it's... We don't have any stupid ass rules like that. <laughs> <laughs> you got a house. We like our beer those, fishing. Goddamn it! I'm pretty sure the people on the houseboat live in those houseboats just to be fucked up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Use it as an excuse. <laughs> They're just like, I mean, are you gonna have a houseboat and not drink? And then everybody's like, valid point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Shirley and Neil are. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. That's my aunt and uncle. I didn't even try. I was just trying to make up two random <laughs> trying names. To make up like, two oh names. shit, that was two random that was two real names. Sorry, Shirley and Neil. <laughs> just trying to make up two real for just fake Just names two fictional go, characters for this scenario, and all of a sudden their aunt and uncle come out. You're like, fuck. It just two real Damn names it. popped out and they go, fuck. I better And honestly, out of that side of the family, probably the least likely to have a drink. <laughs> That's extra funny. <laughs> but but maybe not the least likely to live on a houseboat. I don't know how they feel about that. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, on that note, dude, let's let's jump into some quick housekeeping then. And uh I'll I'll burn through this and we'll get into that largemouth bass topic. So uh Relief.tv website is now updated for 2024. Our goals are on there. If you missed it in the last episode, holy shit, did I have trouble with the video? But I think I got it figured out now. And it's back up on the YouTube channel. It's working. Um, Our normal Wednesday, Friday split worked, but getting the podcast up was a goddamn bitch. And um, not my fault. Technical problems. I had to reconfigure some things in premiere and yeah it was just a huge problem but i also updated the iheart radio link which i said was broken last time so iheart's back uh, took down some of the other links because i know one of them we had on there pandora had absorbed that company and other things like that looks like uh, amazon is now letting podcasts for free they're not behind the prime wall anymore like you can just go to amazon hmm. and play the real AFTV podcast right off the amazon player i think um at least web-based which makes to, sense. I mean, yeah, you think, I know. when you think about it for like ad revenues and stuff for 
Amazon to be like, pay us to hear our ads. Like, no, just play the podcast and put some ads on there. That's (laughs) what everybody else does. Why are you putting it behind a paywall just to listen to a regular podcast? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was really weird. It felt really weird. So it looks like they've uh, adjusted that now. And I thought I'd share that with everybody if you're on that platform. There it is. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I've already said it three or four times. YouTube.com slash at RealAFTV if you want to communicate with us. But I got to say it again because, you know, yeah. if you're on the iTunes right now or the Apple podcast, as they call it, um, we have a video version. Hell yeah. In case you're into that. And I just wanted to say, too, since you were throwing out the YouTube link and saying, you think you got the kinks worked out head on over there check it out see if it's working if it's not let us know and if you're over there just click uh, like and follow and all that jazz too that (laughs) we'd much appreciate it if you could help us out if you wanted to do all the work for us just head over there be our trouble or be our be our uh what is it called dang it now i'm brain it support (laughs) <laughs> no, not IT support. The uh, quality control. Quality control. That's yes. what it is. Go and see if everything looks great. And if it does, then give us a like and follow. If it doesn't, still do it. But then come <laughs> over and be like, hey, guys, what's going on? And let us know uh, that there's a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, the share part. And if you do, please let everybody oh, know, yeah. you know, this is an every other week podcast on Monday. We drop full two hours or so. And uh, in the off yeah. week, we drop the first half, the fishing topic. And on 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 the off week on Wednesday, we drop the fishing topic all by itself, split out on YouTube. And on Friday is where we put the random take split out all by yeah. itself. Um, if you don't like listening to the full version sharing it and sharing that info with somebody who may want to listen to smaller versions be cool it would help and contact us contact is reallyf.tv slash contact it'll email us we get that hit us up check it out that's right thank you reallyftv real like fish and real thank you okay here we go tim the large mouth bass oh she's a big old bitch (laughs) (laughs) okay we're gonna do it i'm actually a little afraid of this one because i'm intimidated by what you know about fishing about Mm. largemouth bass um yeah so uh just what you know about fishing for them right i mean we're gonna get into other things here that you're gonna know and i think it's gonna be great back and forth but this is also, it's funny how we introed the podcast. So if you're just coming to this as the fishing topic all by itself, it's funny because the larger version of the podcast, we were joking around how we're like, we're going to get on the all the controversial shit, right? right. And now yeah. I think the reason why I've been avoiding this one kind of, kind of avoiding it is because yeah. I think this is the biggest knowledge base fish out there. Like I don't think from everything that oh, I've yeah. seen... There's nothing bigger fishing-wise on the internet than the largemouth bass. No, no, for sure. I mean, it's the biggest sport fish in America in the tournaments and everything. Like, people have been researching this fish for eternity. And so many people. So many people. When you go down south, Mm -hmm. you don't see 
a lot of boats that aren't bass boats. Holy shit. Like how you, yeah, it's crazy. When you are up here, you see all the different boats that we have. Oh yeah. Down there, it's, it's rare to see something that's not a bass boat. Holy fuck. That's so weird to think about. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, and and on that note, actually, then we're going to mix it up like we always do. We're just going to do our like conversational learning thing that we, that really FTV is built on. But yeah, with that, I know there's probably like just podcasts that are just like just dive in. Well, there are just bass fishing podcasts. I mean, that's all there is to Mm -hmm. it, right? Oh, for sure. But, you know, they're tapped into, you know, uh, bass pros in in different ways and and, um, the sport of it. Now, all that stuff. And we're we're being more broad as really FTV. We're being more broad. But we're going to go about this one really FTV style where we're going to talk about the species of large largemouth bass and mix it in with your experience. And like, we're just going to yeah. do that. And yeah. I think that's probably why I've been avoiding it because I wasn't no, I wasn't sure how to be unique about it. You know, like I thought we were just sure. going to be regurgitating a bunch of shit that people have already heard. And yeah, yeah of course, we're going to just do the thing. You can't, you can't get around it. Yeah. That's just, that's just what it is. There's okay. almost mm-hmm. nothing new out there. <laughs> it's just yeah. everybody talking about it. But then when we're talking right. about our own experiences and our own personal opinions and stuff on there, that yeah. makes it a little bit different. Also, For I sure. think we're bringing yeah. a little bit of a dynamic to it where like, you're less uh, seasoned as mm-hmm. a bass fisherman, but you've done all the research. Mm-hmm. And I've been working on a water heater all day and just came here to just be like, what's up? Let's talk. <laughs> so it's kind of a different dynamic where I've done absolutely no preparation except for hydrated a little bit. And you have basically just came out with like all the information. So it's, it, I think it could be an interesting back and forth as well. In yeah. that sense, where you're like, here's everything that's down, and I can just be like, well, here's all the things I know, right? And here's my here's my lived experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I this is the like perfect to... dynamic that again, really, FTV is built on. Is like, yeah, is that? It's like here's here's some life experience. Here's some research, conversational yeah. learning. Here we go. Well, and I think ours is like more like the foundation of it too, like the starting blocks. For sure. Of where a lot of the other stuff that you hop into their um, fishing stuff, it's almost like it's a lot of it's over your head where you're trying to, mm. you know, I picture some of the other stuff. Like if you're if you're a beginner to novice uh, in bass fishing and you don't know a lot of what's yeah. going on, yeah, you hop into those podcasts, I think some of that's like, Hopping into like the third season, the Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? Like, who, right? Who's that? Right? What did she say? Mm-hmm. What does that thing do? Mm-hmm. You know that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What is it? What is he holding right there? Yeah. What is he gonna do sure. with it? How does he use that thing? You know. And instead, right. they're just like, "Well, this one's a little bit different than the old ones." And I'm just like, "That's a new one, then." Right. So you know, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's what I hope for too. Because again, this is going to be about the species, but you can't get away from the fishing because that's the point. Like in the end, all the research, because like we've did one on armored catfish, right? It's just like, we're just doing the, yeah, (laughs) I barely nicked my arm, uh, my boom arm here. 
Oh, no. That's. I thought that was a noise in the background here. I was like, what the fuck was that? Oh, God, because your water heater's noise. Anyways. Oh, yeah, dude. I was... I can I, <laughs> sorry. This no. is a little bit off topic. I got to tell you, I just replaced the, like... I've been doing research and figured everything out, and I replaced the element on my water heater because it was blowing the breaker, and it was like making these gnarly <laughs> noises, right? And tonight, like, I got everything done. I screwed it on and everything, and we're getting ready to do the podcast, and I'm walking up the stairs. And as I'm walking up the stairs, the coffee pot that I have on gets to that point where there's, like, barely any water left. And yeah, it's like that. <laughs> And I just like, oh, shit. What? And then I realized it was the coffee pot. But for a second, I shit my pants. I was like, no. Because you've this? been freaked out for a day and a half, two well, days. And, day and like you, because you got to drain it and do all this other stuff. And it makes those like airs getting into the pipe when you're draining sure, it out. It sure, does those kind of noises and everything's sealed up and it shouldn't be leaking yep. and it shouldn't do any of that. <laughs> So when I heard that noise, I just freaked out. But oh. anyways, so yeah, when you made that noise, I'm still a little bit on edge here. I literally finished up with the the uh, the water heater, like the finishing touches right before we recorded. Oh, nice. And then I had quite a bit of caffeine, so I'm a little bit on edge. And then that noise, I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, yeah, again, this is going to be about the species. So here's how we kind of kick it off. Oh, first of all, I want to thank uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife for the majority of this information. But it is a largemouth bass after all. I popped around to a bunch of other reputable sources to, to get information. But a big chunk of this came from U.S. Uh, fish and Wildlife. To prove this is about the species, Tim, we have a scientific name on our hands. Do you have the Ooh. document open? Because I'm going to struggle oh, my way through this. And then usually you you figure it out. I, I don't know. <laughs> You're, I don't know. Did you study Latin in college or what? Um, <laughs> micro. <laughs> Mickle Bicklebury. <I'm>, it's <laughs> opening now. Micro Perturus Selmodies. What the fuck is that, dude? The scientific name of the largemouth bass is Micropaturus salmodies. Yeah, I think that's pretty close. Salmoides? Micropterus salmoids? Micropterus salmoids? That sounds salmoids. better. That sounds better. Yeah. I don't Some know, of these the you can I... read into and you get like you kind of go, oh, okay, probably means that. This I'm looking at, and I'm going, what the fuck? Well, sometimes when I say stuff, too, I just say it, like, where it feels the best when I say it. Like, it doesn't... I have no idea if I'm saying it right. It just, mm -hmm. that's what feels the best. <laughs> I know some words are actually, like, like it's actually pronounced micropeterius, <laughs> where you're just like, why, dude? But why? I don't like, I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird coming out of my mouth. I don't like it at all. I want to say it like this. <laughs> so it's that's its scientific name. I I don't yeah. I don't have any insight into that at all because like is salmonides nothing. Didn't didn't go down that road, but there it is. Um it's also Salmonides. one word. Large mouth is a word. 
I did not yeah. know that for a long time. <laughs> like I, I just never... it's not that I didn't know it, but it's one of those things that I, every time I would write it or or you know, every time I would yeah. write it down, I would question it. Oh yeah. That's one of those things where I've never put the space and I've always seen it like that and I never really thought about it. Which yeah. it's like, yeah, that doesn't it is weird because it's two words. But right. when it's a title, I guess it changes the rules or whatever. It, yeah, I I don't know, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, I that was why I put it on there because large mouth now. bass. I've also heard it sort of like that, but you know, like large mouth bass, like right, large mouth bass, large mouth bass. I don't know, man. There's just ways to say it, and I always, I've always sort of fucked it up a little bit because it's been I've been questioning it and then I did the research and I'm like no it's largemouth bass like right largemouth is one word bass is the second half yeah I never thought I literally never thought about it until <laughs> just now so it is weird yeah but I suppose that stops you from putting the emphasis on weird spots large you know mouth bass yeah it's a large mouth bass <laughs> what did you say did you say you caught a big mouth bass? What the fuck yeah, is a mouth bass? Yeah, so you caught a bass? mouth bass, but it was like a big one of the species? What's a mouth bass? You know, <laughs> large, one of them large ones. Large ones. Oof, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, So they're usually dark green on top with that kind mm-hmm. of stripe in the middle is with pulses yeah. in it, right? Like, how would you describe that stripe? Because it's so distinct. On most bass, it's just it looks it looks so exactly cool. like our sound bar on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, what do you dude. call that? What do you call that thing? It's like <laughs> it's like when you talk and you see like the little the sound waves. Yeah, the audio. That's, it's like an audio print. Yeah, yeah. There you go, audio print. Yeah, yeah. Whoops! God damn, I keep bumping this. Shit. Uh, <laughs> the I, I didn't even hear it till the second time there. I don't well, know. I keep I keep seeing this green like the camera too goes oh yeah yeah on youtube i hope you're not watching this in vr you'll get a little sick from that (laughs) um okay so they're green on top they have that like Mm -hmm. pulse like that audio mark line going through the center of them usually and then they have that bright white belly on them it's almost always what a bass looks like right yep now you get them in the wild okay what's that when you get them in the wild, for whatever reason, after you catch them and you put them in captivity, their backs get a little bit lighter colored and they start to look a little bit more like a watermelon. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why the color changes, but it happens a lot. When you catch one, it can be like perfectly dark. Okay. And I don't know if it's like the stress of it or whatever. It's like its version of blushing or something or like the <laughs> fish is feeling flushed or right. that's what it looks like when a fish gets pale. Like, I'm not feeling so hot. Sure. I just fought you for 20 minutes, and now you stuck me in a box. <laughs> you know? I, I, so, yeah, I in the know. live well, you're saying in the live well, like, if you if you put them in the live well, they, they tend to change color? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes you'll see them like that out in the wild, too. Sometimes sure. Sometimes they will look like that. Maybe it is just a shallow water thing. But Yeah, but yeah, if you catch change. it and then it changes color. Oh, I get what you're yeah. saying, though. Like, maybe the pigment changes that quickly. Well, like, yeah, but I I mean, like, sometimes I've seen them look a little bit like that without, like, without me catching them. Mm. I guess there's a possibility that another angler caught it recently. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know what causes it. 
or why. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a thing where they look like that sometimes just because, but I have sure. seen it before where I've caught a fish, put it in the live well, saw it a little bit later and just been like, oh, damn, look at that. It's all watermelony. <laughs> <laughs> damn, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. This is the first time I'm yeah. hearing about that. And yeah. it's got to be, there's something to <clears throat> um, the difference in the depth of water that they live in there like there's definitely something to that or at least the environment that they live in because some of these motherfuckers are dark like yeah. damn near black well i've seen the other way around too i think we've talked about it on the podcast too i think the water color a lot of times has something to do with it and yeah it seems to me in the clearest of waters mm-hmm. is when they get dark and the murky water sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be really light mm-hmm. i've seen some very very light colored bass too before where they're not even that green. And I don't know if wow. they, maybe that's just like, they're not as healthy. There's a possibility well, too, that their diet plays a role in it. Like a, a flamingo does, you know, yeah, just, they're not munching on the certain stuff and they're just, damn, I should have went in. I should have researched this. Color. Should have talked to you well, first just, and I mean, then did some research. But, it happens with all the different species. Uh, right. It seems to happen less with crappie and stuff, but like with walleye is the same. like you can catch some that are just like super light colored and some that are way darker. Right. So, but the big ones seem to be darker a lot. Hence Sega's black bass. Yeah. There was black bass was on Nintendo. Yeah. Was it on Nintendo? The first one was on Nintendo. I think black bass in general made its way across multiple platforms, but for whatever reason, but, yeah. all the old fishing games all say Sega to me. Like, they just feel like <laughs> Sega to me. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. But Sega. yeah, yeah, they're definitely, there are definitely a lot of different colors, but a, they're, they're very distinct. Now, we'll we'll get in one day about the striped bass and black bass and whatever, but let's not do yeah. that today. Let's let's move past that. Um, this is the part that I'm I'm really excited not excited um I, I wouldn't say excited but this is the part that i'm looking I, one of the parts i was looking forward to habitat because they inhabit they inhabit clear lakes or clear body of water vegetated bodies of water ponds swamps backwaters pools creeks rivers everything everything and you want to know what else i looked up was that as long as it's well oxygenated oxygenated water? Yep. They even hang out in brackish water sometimes. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. I so was like, just... dude, so the only place they don't live is brackish water. And then I did some further research and it's like, no, no, they can. They can hang out in some brackish yeah. water. So yeah. uh, it's probably the real fresh end of yeah. where the estuary starts, but like sure. Yeah, even brackish. Which means a little salty, Which, for those yes. of you not familiar. Yep. Thank you. But yeah, that's uh, that's gnarly. I didn't know that. Yeah, so the that's awesome. Just I'm like, glad yeah. I could bring something to the day. You know what yeah. I mean? Like This is what yeah. I was hoping for, things like that. Because I've never fished any of like the coastal areas, which makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where... Uh, the I've never fished any, you know, like freshwater that went to brackish for bass. I fished down close, mm. but that is still pretty gnarly. 
mm-hmm. crazy stuff. I had no idea. Yeah. Now I'm interested in. Yeah. I know to like how far and I didn't do this research, but it does make you make me wonder like how far like what's the closest to the ocean anybody's ever snapped a largemouth out of the water? Right. Like <laughs> yeah, that's a very good question. I am curious as well. I'm gonna write that down and say like <coughs> closest to ocean. Is that is that how you would uh Google something like that. Yeah, I don't even know how you do it. <laughs> maybe even just ask the question, have bass been found in the ocean? Oh, yeah, maybe. And then maybe Google will be like, although bass have never been found in the ocean, one was like real close. <laughs> one was like real close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, ha- about habitat in general is, yeah, you can find them anywhere. They adapt yeah. fucking super well in these freshwater situations. It's just like, yeah, put a black, put a put a largemouth bass in there. It got me saying black bass now. <laughs> <laughs> put a largemouth bass in there. It's probably going to be fine. Yep. And <clears throat> I have the coverage map in. They do um, well in ponds too. There's a lot of places. Oh, yeah. Go, go. You can stock your own stuff. I know that there's, like, rules on it. I know certain places you need permits. I think some of the down south stuff is a little bit more lax Mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people throw a largemouth bass in a pond, and they're like um, my wife's aunt and uncle had a spot with a little pond in the back. Mm -hmm. And I caught, like, a three-pounder out of there. And one of the neighbors was like, let me get a picture of that. Like, I didn't know that there was fish like this in here. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, nobody tr- tried, but I'm over at their house and I have fishing gear. Mm-hmm. You can't stop me from, <laughs> I'm going to throw something. Like, let's see if something bites this. <laughs> but yeah, like a three pounder, like that thing was in there for a while. So there yeah. wasn't people out there feeding it. You know, it's getting a food source. Even right. There might not be other fish in there, but. There's bugs and there's frogs. They make do. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy stuff, dude. Yeah. It's, you just put them in there and you don't even have to try hard as long as they don't deal with the the winter freeze, which is something down south you definitely don't have to worry right. about. Right. You don't have to. Yeah. And that's like how you hear about them so prevalent in golf courses. Like down south golf courses, yeah. they're just like, yeah, there's largemouth bass in there. Whatever. There is. Right. It seems so fucking nonchalant, casual, just like everybody knows, yeah, that's just a thing. Right. That's my perception and as a northerner, but I know. That's I mean, I've my perception too is that there's like big ass bass in some of those ponds too. I hear some people talk about it where they're just like, I would prefer to fish just ponds. <laughs> like I don't want to go on the lake. And I think part of it too is because you don't have to dissect a pond. You can walk around and make casts on the whole thing. Oh, you know, in a, where it's, like in a few hours, you can yeah. you can have covered the whole pond. Exactly, yeah. three okay. different lures cast all over the place. If there's a fish in there, and you're the only one to bring a couple of lures in there, there's a good chance you got of catching a giant. Right, where in a big lake down south, where bass are bigger but less 
uh, prevalent. There's not as many on mm-hmm. average. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a little bit harder to find, like, uh, from yeah. what I have heard, because I'm not real familiar with fishing Southern Lakes myself, is that we're kind of blessed up here. That, mm. like, it's just a blast going out to fish for bass here. Really? Because we can catch so many of them where they they catch bigger ones than us, but they don't catch the numbers that we do. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. I had no idea. I assume they were just murdering them down there because they never hibernate. Because <laughs> they never shut down. Oh, so yeah, I they never, they never really... Like... Sh- yeah. No, I think, I think you are dealing with that. They just don't have the same numbers. Hmm. And I don't know interesting what that's about i don't I don't know why there would be less, especially when all the research shows that bigger fish can lay more eggs, oh yeah, yeah, we'll so, get into that for sure, so yeah, I, maybe it's just harder to pick them pick it apart down there, maybe the cover's different, I don't know, but yeah, I mean there maybe cover's there are just less different. fish because yeah, well, we'll get into the eating habits, but maybe that's part of it, maybe they just don't hang around as long yeah they um, definitely have different cover down there because they're allowed to use man-made cover oh right right and i don't know how which states you got to go to to do that but minnesota that's not a thing you can't just go throw in your own man-made cover which right. is weird because if you go to like a cabela's catalog or whatever or bass pro shops same shit these days open yep. it up they have structure that you can buy in there just big like fake pvc pipe yeah Christmas tree looking does things. Does it say does not ship to Minnesota? Does not say that. There's weird. The Alabama rig is also illegal here because we don't right. allow you to cast it out with all those different hooks Can't and have stuff. multiple hooks. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that you could buy there and they'll still ship it here, I think. Yeah. I suppose. Like, whatever. Like, you can't really, you never I know why the, somebody wants it. But I yeah, also wonder if you can. Because uh, you, you could do it to your own pond too. Like if you got land with a pond on it, you could. Stock oh yeah, I'm it sure. And... I'm sure you could throw in. Yeah, if you own it or it's a private lake or whatever, I'm sure there's some rules. Right. Where you can oh yeah, do that's right. Private want. lakes are a thing. Yeah. 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 So back to the habitat, quick. I mean, we're talking about habitat and structure and stuff like that, but um, I, I got the map on on the dock, and this dude, it's crazy. There's like no spots according to the Fish and Wildlife game, like that are in the center of the country. There's like just nothing almost. It's like tornado alley. If you know what that is, if you're yeah. familiar with the United States, like Eastern Texas, Louisiana, straight up the gut into Minnesota. There's a whole bunch of it. And then it kind of tapers yeah. off a little bit and it gets hot again in like new England and it gets hot down South as you get into like, Alabama and South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, of course. Crazy there. Go out to the West Coast, stacked from Washington to the Baja Peninsula. Just, it's full. Middle of the country, those square farmlands. There's like, they ain't shit there. Montana has one spot in it. What the fuck? That is, I did not know that either. What are what are those symbols? They're just like spots. It's like so. What you're looking at is the fish uh, and wildlife map. 
Yeah. Of like, of just like where large mouth are. That's crazy. Yeah. Like Kansas City and Missouri don't fish? That's what I'm oh, trying no, to figure that, out, dude. They do a little bit. But not really. South Dakota, North Dakota, they're like blank. Well, they have they have walleyes, but I suppose people do go over there just to fish walleyes. And bass was a, bass was in South Dakota just off of two twelve there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so, some of this stuff they must have them, but they're just not as well known. Yeah, it just must be so few in comparison. That's what I'm th- saying. Is like, dude, there's like a. I would. I thought based on what I just said about the habitat, right? Yeah. Clear water, vegetated water, murky water, swamps, backwaters, everything. Yeah. You think this fish would just be fucking? Yeah. There's dude, water. That- I'm there. But according to that That's map, gnarly. not so much, huh? But it is kind of like when I think about some of these other states, you know, like Wyoming and Montana and stuff, those are like fly fishing country, you know? They're oh, all yeah, fishing yeah, streams yeah. and stuff. Right. So I wonder if that's what you got going on in some of these other states mm-hmm. where you're just like, yeah, we just fish all the streams. But yeah, I don't know. That's nuts. Or you just don't have good. Uh, you know, some of these are like mountain ranges and you just don't have a good spot for water to sit. For sitting water. Yeah, yeah. Because even though, you know, they're, they're in streams and rivers and stuff like that, um, it's still calmer waters, right? Yeah. You're like, Dude. Because what would you say, like, fly fishing is is good moving stuff, like trout and shit like that are swimming up up current against the current you know yeah Mm -hmm. yep yeah dude it's crazy that there's like almost nothing on like kentucky and missouri and stuff too i know because i was wondering if that's probably where the appalachians are getting steep dude why is there nothing on michigan look at that like nothing around michigan there's Michigan. There's bass fishing in Michigan. That's where Kevin Van Dam's from. Oh, there you go. They got smallmouth fishing in the Great Lakes. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. Are there, is it just the smallmouth though that got Van Dam's start? Oh, and then maybe, you know, and, that's and crazy. We're not saying that this map is 100% oh, coverage, right. right? Like we're yeah. not taking this as the gospel of like, this is the only place they live. I think what we're saying about this map is there is a clear cut line of where these fish are popping. Right. True. And it's like East coast, West coast, dead center. And then there are these like desert areas and based on where they live or what they're capable of living in as far as bodies of water, it's like, I just thought it would be easy. Are we that ignorant to water being from the land of 10,000 lakes where we're just like, doesn't everywhere just fucking have lakes? I think we do. Yeah. Not really think about it either where I, every once in a while I've thought about like, you know, moving to a warmer climate, Uh but then I'm like, but 
do the, all these other places have a lake like every 10, 15 minutes? Cause I don't want right. to go someplace where I can't just be like, I heard that lake's not doing so well. We'll just go the other way, the opposite direction <laughs> for the exact same amount of time. Right. And, and hit another lake and there'll be one there or, or we'll go to this lake. And if that doesn't work out, we'll cross the road to the other lake. <laughs> yeah. We'll just walk over and try that one. <laughs> we'll just try that one. If this one's not going well, or if it's busy, right. we'll just go to the lake right next door. Right. You know, like I, I don't like the idea of some places where the lakes are all over the place, but looking yeah. at this too, I was thinking <laughs> kind of giggling to myself with like, Oh, Utah doesn't have anything, but it's like, those guys are like, I got five wives. You think I got time to fish? <laughs> <laughs> if you are from those squares in the middle of the United States, Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, things like that, hit us up in the comments. We want to hear about it because I think we might be pulling a little bit of the like, water's everywhere up here. Bass are yeah. everywhere. No big deal. So please hit us up in the comments. Come email us, really if TV, remember real life fishing real, real TV slash contact. Because yeah. seriously. Also, or if you're not from those areas or whatever, but you do follow like the bass circuit, mm-hmm. uh, any one of them, MLF, right? Yeah. Uh, any of that stuff. And you know that there's guys from these states that don't really have any big popping areas. Oh, that dude. I would be interested to see too. Right. Like how did somebody come from a state where they didn't fish for it at all? Right. And all of a sudden they're just like elite. Yeah. You know, that I would be interested to see. Yeah. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. Um, Okay. Let's get into spawning. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's get into spawning. Uh, no, the reason why spawning is next on my list is because habitats lead to spawning. But the way that you said it, Tim, earlier is like, I wanted to jump right into it, but I was like, hold on. I know we got more about habitat <laughs> now because you said, which anybody who's fishing knows if you're new to fishing, welcome. You found the right place. I hope, um, there is just like scientific fact, big fish lay tons of eggs yes just the way it is right so you were saying down south it seems like the populations of a large moth aren't as high down there um they may not be as high you've you've heard from in your experience you've heard that and it's true i mean the article went on and gave numbers and all this other you know they're like the few places i saw they like give numbers and they're like oh it could lay five thousand to forty thousand eggs it's like holy shit man Right. That that's a lot of eggs. Well, and now looking back on it too, after I said that, I did start thinking kind of as we moved on to the next topics and stuff that maybe water temperature has something to do with it. Maybe because we're cooling down and it's warming oh. up and they have like an ideal temperature to kind of like incubate them and help them get rolling and stuff. Right. Maybe the waters down south can get too hot too quick. Yeah. And they don't and spawn some years, maybe. Just, or the, or the, does or, it, the spawn yeah, doesn't maybe. go well, maybe? The spawn doesn't go like it's supposed to because it's too hot. Mm, mm-hmm. And it just 
you know, maybe yeah. the bass doesn't know it's supposed to lay eggs. Just right. because this heat's got me bloated. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you, you got to go dump those eggs, girl. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Or maybe this the babies don't handle it well. The fry right. can't handle it. Maybe they have different uh, predators down there that are Oh, that just eat business. the fry up quicker than... Then maybe up here gets done. Yeah, I don't. Right. There's there's a lot of questions that I have. Well, you make a good point about the that one about the water though, because there is an ideal range, and it's fifty nine to seventy five degrees for spawning. Right. So like, see, but seventy five, seventy five, seventy five is still like crazy, dude. Seventy five, yeah, is like. I mean, when we get the waters into like the eighty degree temperatures. That's hot as shit for Minnesota. So like, oh yeah, that we don't hit that seventy five for a long time normally. Not up I here. And last year was kind of like a weird year where it got hot quick and it heated up fast as shit. Yeah, and that was a weird one because right. I know, you know, if you go back to last week's podcast and see how we were talking about the goals and stuff, one of them was to fish the pre-spawn crappie, and last year that just didn't exist. Oh, yeah. It was like right. frozen till it was hot. Yep. it was weird. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I don't right. know, dude. It's that's a a couple of things during this podcast I have not really thought about until all of a sudden yeah. we talk about it and then I just go, "Oh shit." Yeah. Which I love yeah. because again, I was a little intimidated to bring this to this up um because you're you have just you have years and years of experience of actually hunting these things. And yeah. Now we, I know, like I said, we're going to talk about the species itself. But the idea behind talking about the species is that as as the fisher, you learn more and you learn different ways to to go after them then, right? And that's why we do these these types of podcasts, these species podcasts like this. Um, so you probably already know this one with the like spawning areas. They need a firm bottom, sand, mud, gravel. But like, see, sand, mud, gravel, it's like if it's calm, it's cool. Yeah. Sand, yeah, yeah, yeah. mud, gravel. Like, you're going to lay eggs. Yeah. They like a protected bay mm. is a big part of it. Okay. A lot of times, like sand, mud, gravel. Yeah, it's like everything. What doesn't it <laughs> That's want? like what the bottom of a lake can be. It's like the three things I mean, it yeah. can be. <laughs> what what did they car. not? Yeah, right. What did they not list? <laughs> <laughs> Just like they're not into uh, extremely matted vegetation like where there's nothing but even then right. they still are because once the vegetation grows out of whatever that soil is right and they go down there and they fan the the spawning bed with their tail oh so even in the even in the shittiest black bottom bays where it's like all dead decaying shit uh-huh on the bottom mm-hmm. the crappies too will go and like fan away all the bullshit because they know what's underneath it Oh, damn. How? I don't know. Right. Yeah. But they'll make themselves a little spawning bed in the in the mucky shit. Like, I've walked in some of these spots before. Mm-hmm. And no thanks. Uh, icky toes. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's gross. It's so fucking gross. It feels so nasty. I kind of got yeah. the shivs just even thinking about that sensation on my toes. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally been, like, I on a jet ski and had some issues with, like, sucking up some weeds. Yep. And I'm like, we're going to paddle this 
over to that shoreline right because I'm that. not yep. trying to walk on this shoreline. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're close to that shoreline, but I am going out of my way to not walk on this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's that's crazy. Um, oh, and the fanning out of the nest too. They said pizza sized in this <laughs> U.S. fishing game. They said pizza sized, and I'm like, that they just you could just say round. It's it's yeah. Cool. Just, they make a round just, bed, just round, or give an estimate, you know? Because right. who's pizza? Who's pizza? It's not a pan pizza. It can't be we, personal pizza. Pizza. Yeah, we're talking like about that personal. Minutes. Yeah, you're talking about that personal pizza I got when I was a kid from reading enough books. Or are you talking about the pizza I get now when it's game day? Because I'm in charge. Because <laughs> I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god that's awesome uh nothing special about this the way the females lay their eggs you know they go around bed to bed that's a nice bed that's a nice bed <laughs> that's yep. that's what they do it, um males hang out and protect it um yep. this was crazy to me yeah so the mature males, once they've yeah. done their thing, yeah, they will eat other fries that they encounter. Yeah. You talking about other fries from like other bass? Yeah, like other largemouth bass. So like yeah. you you've talked about do you want to talk about how they nest up like kind of next to each other, but they'll also beat the shit out of each other if they nest up to each other? Yeah, dude. So it's like a they're like territorial, but they're also stupid as shit. <laughs> so they don't they don't have the reasoning skills of like knowing that like if they see a bass, like, all right, here's an example. There's a log, right? Or a lay down, depending on where you're from. Like that's just a log that's like in the water. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. Just picture structure. Maybe, maybe even say it like this for picturing it there's a wall in the water, like a half wall. Mm -hmm. And that bass, there can be a bass on one side that has a bed and a bass on the other side that has a bed. And they Mm -hmm. can be right next to each other. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to be next to each other. They just don't know that they're that close because (laughs) of that wall. Right. And a thin wall. I mean, you're talking like a tiny little piece of particle board even oh wall. yeah it's just it's just so they can't see each other yeah if they swim up to grab some food or do whatever they're doing and they see each other they'll be like oh shit bro and then like <laughs> swim back down to their bed but they won't you know like if if there wasn't that wall there those bass would not spawn next to each other they'd be right good like 50 feet away from each other so they're not spawning in the same area but right. when you put that divider there it's a it's game on. I've yeah. I've made the comparison to like bathroom stalls. Yeah. <laughs> like I uh, like I I am not comfortable peeing in the troughs that they have. But you give me a wall, I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> give me a divider, I don't give a shit. You can be right next to me. <laughs> and it's all cool. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. And so with with that. When the other fries, it's like, so a female will, will go around and, and lay nest, you know, lay on a nest every few days. So you got to think two of them close that would be fertilized at the same time or roughly the same time. You know, there's enough out there probably. So then yeah. the males hang around for a few weeks and they wait for the fry to get pigment 
and then um, they school up the fries, the the baby fish. They school up, and they get their yeah. pigment, and then they take off. And that takes, you know, it could take a couple weeks for that to happen. And then that's when the male will take off too. And the fry typically go into uh, weeds, nearby vegetation, and shit like that. And they sure. go to hide and hang out and eat plankton. And if that male, those two males next to each other, yeah, see. Or like, you know, those two males next to each other and one's leaving its nest and the other one has fries, you know, swim away or whatever. Like the one would eat the other's fry. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If it encountered it, it does not give a shit that they're largemouth. It just, it's like instinct is oh, to yeah. kill other largemouth fry. Just doesn't yeah. care. I'm going to eat them. They don't, they're, the reason that not the reason but the fact that most of the different species are game with that is one of my biggest arguments of just being like but but if you know you're going to kill a fish or whatever there's are you kidding me look how dumb they are they will eat their <laughs> own kind they murder their own kind constantly constantly not, not only will they eat fry like other babies they will eat their own babies at a certain point in time. Yep. Not immediately. Nope. But I've always pictured it of them like playing hide and seek. <laughs> like they're just like watching the fry and then they're just like 20, 21, 22. Ready or not, here I come. And then they just <laughs> fuck them all up. And like, you've had enough time with me. You've had enough time. I'll fucking eat you if I see you now. I'm ready, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching you for a while, but now game on. You should know better. Just so saying, I, you yeah. should know better. There is no raising the babies back then. It's just like I am the big fish. You are completely helpless right now. Right? And I will save you from even the smallest fish can come and kill you. Yeah. And as soon as they get slightly bigger... That bass is just like, well, you're on your own now. Do your best. Also, <laughs> if I see you, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> just like, that's how our world is. That's that's the bass world we live in. You better eat a bunch and get bigger or die. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is one thing about the big fish and, and letting them go, because we've talked about it before. Catch a big fish, you know, especially female, you let it go um, of certain, you know, size and whatever. Like there's a certain kind of code to it where, hey, if you're out here kind of fishing around and you catch a big female, you probably put it back. They take two years. Largemouth bass females take two years to reach spawn age, spawning age. Mm. That's a long yeah. time. Males, it three is. to four months. I mean, shit, by the end of summer, they're like, let's go. Yeah. That's, so they're, uh, they're good for the next season. But females, two years about. That's crazy. Yeah. I was I, super surprised. That was something I wasn't familiar with either. But when they're small, it's, well, it's not easy to tell if they're girls when they're big either. Yeah, I, the, I don't the, know how to tell. The ladies just think. seem to get bigger than the males. So if you catch a big fish, most likely it's a yeah. female. Right. And you put it back. And not a lot of people eat bass anyways. Right. But they're not hard to catch. 
So, <laughs> which is why they're America's favorite sport fish. I have to imagine, right? Right. Yeah, because they're. I mean, even a bad day, you got a good chance at catching a bass. Mm-hmm. Like when nothing is going right for the walleye. That's a shit day, dude. You can you can go out and not catch a single fish. Same with crappie. Like you got to find the school, right? Like how you were saying that the the bass are literally everywhere. When you go into a lake, anywhere you think that they would be, there's a good chance that there are some. There's but that's what makes it. That's what makes yeah. the competition so much funner. Is that your job is to go as a as a professional is to go out there and figure out where the biggest ones are on that lake. How can right. I put the the most of the biggest fish in the boat? Right. So and that's the catch. It's not finding them. It's finding where the big ones would be. Right. And then doing that over and over. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And yeah. this that that leads me to the 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 size and stuff section where they're voracious eaters mm-hmm. and they're yeah, they ambush are. too they like, use their ambush the predators only, yeah they're well they're 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 the only fish that utilizes all the different the only freshwater fish that utilizes all the different types of hunting oh like where it's like stalking their ambush they'll just nice. chase you down oh so they'll go they'll go sheer speed sometimes that's why like all the different types of retrievals and lures work. You can burn it on the surface Mm -hmm. and they'll chase that fucker down. Sometimes, sometimes (laughs) they won't. Sometimes when it's a bright day and they're next to the dock, they're waiting in that shadow Mm -hmm. to come out and hit something. That's Mm -hmm. why when you're working something along that shadow line, it works. Some days they're stalking the prey where they'll just follow it for a while. Mm. Like uh, like the jerk bait when it gets a little bit colder mm-hmm. and you're just working it and pausing it. Mm-hmm. Some days they don't necessarily want to eat it, but they're right there following it, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you make you make the wrong move today. Dude. I'm going <laughs> to smash you. It's there, and I forget, there's like two other types of hunting. One of them is opportunistic where, you know, some of the other fish, mm. if you... I got you. If you've ever if you've ever seen this, if you're if you're on a dock here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're on a dock where they have muskies, there are big, big fish, and you can put a lure directly in that fish's face and it won't always eat it. Okay. It it's like the thrill of the hunt. <laughs> like uh you know, the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, he wants to chase his prey. I don't know if that's what it is. But there have been many, many times I have seen a muskie on the dock mm-hmm. and pulled the lure right past its face or slightly close to it, and it doesn't move an inch. Mm-hmm. I have caught a couple like that. Sure. But when I see a bass, almost without fail, if I see a bass and it doesn't see me, mm-hmm. so I don't scare it, mm-hmm. if I pop a a bait a couple of times to make it look like something's dying and it falls in front of it. Mm-hmm. It'll just kind of like turn its head and just, you know, give it a, give it a quick see, just <laughs> suck it in its mouth real quick. Cause it's like, whatever, it's right there. Why, why wouldn't I eat it? You know? <laughs> right. Right. Voracious eaters. That's literally yeah. the word that they used. It's like, yeah. they're just going, they're just always eating. 
Always. Except for what... except for during spawning. So that was mm. actually my question is, or that was going to be one of my questions. And I think you've explained this before, but now we're doing the largemouth podcast. So mm-hmm. why is it good to fish during spawn then? Well, or why is the fishing good during spawn? It's because of where they're at. The big girls are up in the shallows roaming around looking for spots. Mm, Okay. So some of those big fish are harder to find in the summer. Mm. And like, you know, they're moving other spots. Okay. Okay. Those big girls are up in the shallows moving from spot to spot. So they're on the move. So there's, you have a good chance of big fish being up there. Well, plus you know where they are. So also like they're just that opportunistic feeder Mm. and they don't always eat. But also if you put something in their face and make it look (laughs) like an easy meal, they they have this natural instinct to just eat it. If it looks like it's an easy meal and it's in front of their face, sometimes they just can't help themselves. They just go, well, shit. Yeah, I got to protect these fry, but nobody's looking. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think when, so I would say that the, this comment of they don't eat during spawning is, is probably like, well, unless it's swimming by, like they're not out, they're not out trying to eat voraciously like they always are, like their natural behavior is. Yeah. But you can still get them to eat and you know where they are. Right. Right. And the other thing is too, sometimes they will be on their spawning bed and they will actually come and grab a lure. Like if you put like a jig Uh, or like a texas rigged you know soft plastic or whatever Mm -hmm. to look like some sort of a creature that's Mm -hmm. like kind of going into their bed Mm. sometimes they'll come and eat that not to eat it like it's mad i've i've heard people saying i haven't witnessed it personally because i haven't you know went out and like documented this but i've heard some of the pros talking about it and some other places where Mm -hmm. a fish will literally come up suck in the bait to because it's on the spawning bed and mm-hmm. like turn around and swim like two feet and just spit it back out. Like it's defending like it's, the bed almost. It's almost just being like, no, you can't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Over you there. don't belong so, here because yeah. this is for only my fry. Get out yeah. of here. And honestly, for a fisherman, who cares what their intention is? He put the lure in his mouth. That's all we need. Yep. You know? Yep. So that's it. Where some of that stuff does feel a little bit shitty, you know? He's yeah. just like, I'm just protecting my baby. And right. I'm just like, I'm ripping your fucking lips off. <laughs> but it's also, there's so many different numbers and stuff, and they're just not that bright. It's, yeah, everything will be fine. It all works out. But there are rules to stop you from doing it too early anyways to give them a good chance yes yes for sure there's regs in place and yep of course yep a hundred percent yep it's not like or going out during spawning best time and trying to just pick them off beds no 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 there's right there's a lot of research that dnr yeah exactly not to make it sound to to anybody that might be new and trying this fishing thing you know or even trying to fish you know ethically or whatever you want to say to make uh, sustainably maybe can you say the word sustainable on the internet right now without getting your ass handed to you i don't know leave a comment <laughs> maybe 
Okay. Um, so this was pretty cool about the size and their eating patterns and things like that. They yeah. don't feed much when the water is below 41 degrees. Remember how I was yeah. like, why doesn't we, I think we did a whole topic of like, how come bass fishing, ice fishing is not a thing? Yeah, it's kind of rare. It's it's one of those things, again, where it's like the opportunistic side of them will eat it if you get on top of them, but they're not actively like hunting for the most part. Mm-hmm. Where northerns think, and shit are, like they're still out moving around under the ice. Oh, yeah. Northerns are monsters. <laughs> if northerns got way bigger, we'd be in trouble, dude, because they're just <laughs> out there eating all the time. Praying There's a reason too. a tiger muskie is called a tiger muskie, and it's big. not because it looks like orange and black stripes. Right. Dude, can I go off real quick, just yeah. on a short, if praying mantis were bigger, oh my God, dude, we'd be so fucked. <laughs> I just saw a video of a praying mantis eating a hummingbird that it snatched by just sitting on the hummingbird oh. feeder, and the hummingbird got Holy close to the feeder, shit. and it just snatched it and pulled it in. No, the hummingbirds way. gotta weigh quite a bit more than that, dude. Uh, and they're fast as shit. And he just grabbed it, pulled it in, and just slowly ate it. Holy shit! Hummingbirds are so fucking fast. How did it? Oh my god! Oh no, dude. Random side note, but if, <laughs> oh, if they were bigger, shit. we would be screwed, dude. Oh my god. Uh, that's why, like, if you ever seen the movie Starship Troopers, where it's oh, yeah. all those bugs, bugs, the, when those bugs come running over the hill and they're all shooting them, trying to like win, I'm just like, bullshit, dude. <laughs> I know you try to act like there's a way to win this war, but there's no fucking chance <laughs> in hell. Not with the weapons that you're using, with the missiles and stuff that we can shoot now and the drones, and not actually having to put the soldiers out on the front lines, but have a just throwing people in that movie on the front lines at those giant at bugs. bugs. Just watch that, like, no chance, dude. They would just <laughs> no light us up. <laughs> no way. No way in hell. And those guys are just running around like, yeah, I want to be part of it. I'm going to go kill some bugs. Like, how are you guys enthusiastic? You're all going to die. You're all going to die. Not, you, have, you have no chance. This is such a bad idea. <laughs> well, speak. Oh, fuck. I got all dry. Speaking of the size, though, that's a good thing to talk about. The size, north, south. There's a big difference here because of their eating habits. Yes. We take ours diet, basically. Oh, yeah. Right. Because what I just said, they don't feed much when the water's below 41. Yeah. And because (laughs) of that, our fish actually live longer on average. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. So... Oh, maybe there's another, maybe there's another part piece of the puzzle. Yeah. You know, maybe their fish down there get bigger, but if we're talking about the females here Mm -hmm. or just in general, the females don't reach that sexual maturity to, to, to until they're two years. Oh, (laughs) I, I, (laughs) okay. Don't. Get mad at me, anybody, if we're talking about fat shaming or whatever. But I was thinking, like, down there, by the time they hit two, they're fat and gross, and they can't find a mate. (laughs) (laughs) They're huge already. Everybody's just like, ugh. (laughs) I'm a fat guy. (laughs) It just made me giggle. But anyways, uh, 
Yeah, maybe that does really have something to do with it. Yeah. Where it's, if they're, you know, constantly eating too, maybe they don't focus on the eggs as much down there. Maybe they don't spawn as much just because their habits are a lot different. Where yeah, because they're just like constantly eating and like always, like they never take a break eating. So I wonder if that has, like that's what it seems like because there's so much bigger down there. I mean, dude, the average size of a largemouth bass is 16 inches. Yeah. The largest one is 22 pounds and four ounces in Georgia. 20, Ma- 22 pounds. A fucking cat. Absolutely massive. Those fish are so damn big that they look like they have the bends. You ever seen the <laughs> the fish the the fish that have the like the sea fish that have the bends when they pull them up from cod. like Usually. way down yeah. far in the ocean? The nets. It's like up. the cod net. The net. The yeah. like drag net cod fishing. Yeah. And their and eyes fucking pull them up. Yeah, because the pressure difference, they're like popping <laughs> on their head. That's like the bass. They're not that deep, but they have their head. Their eyes are like bulging out because they overeat so much that their <laughs> eyes are popping out of their face. It's nuts. But yeah, maybe that does. I mean, maybe it's even making them like more regular up here where like mm. our fish just have that routine down mm. pat. They're like... Mm-hmm. In the springtime, I spawn. Summer warms up a little bit. I eat a little bit more, but I kind of just chill because I don't want to go. You know, I find a good spot in the weeds or I go deeper because I don't like it when it gets too hot. Mm-hmm. When it cools down a little bit more, I really strap on the feed bag because I know the cold's coming and mm-hmm. I know I got to just be, I'm going to be lethargic and I'm not going to want to do shit. <laughs> and then when it gets real cold, I just kind of do my thing under the ice. And then when it warms up again, I poop out some eggs. But down <laughs> down south, I don't know. Maybe it's just where they're just like, I think it's like a little bit colder now. Right. But I don't, I don't know. But I think it's getting warm again or something. I don't know. Whether, you know, they're just, yeah, they don't... like if it throws off the cycle a little bit or some of them don't, don't pick up on the cycle as easily or something. Yeah. That's yeah, a good I theory. Know. I wonder. And in Georgia, they're just like, you know, I picture them just talking to each other and just one of them's just like, Betty, are you going to spawn this year? And then Betty's like, I'm going to eat till my eyes pop out of my fucking face. <laughs> 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 I'm not focused on having kids at all. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna eat till my eyes bald. <laughs> That's a new saying, just generally. Hey, we're going to the Chinese buffet tonight. I'm gonna eat till my eyes bald out of my fucking head. <laughs> I eat so much, I look like one of those stupid big ass fish. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to look like I got the bends. Oh. <laughs> uh. This oh was weird. Gosh. The and I don't know if you know anything about the records, but the only only source I could find for the largest in length was thirty eight point two inches. And this is one big thing about bass, largemouth bass in particular. It yeah. is about the weight. For sure, it's kind of weird. I also was thinking about that when you put the record 
uh, 38.2. I'm just like, oh, shit, I don't even know how long my longest bass is. I don't know if I've measured. It's all yeah, see? like about the weight. It really but is. I, th- I think there have been a couple um, where I haven't had a scale and mm. they have the average like estimate. Oh, so you'll, you know, you'll put a 12 inch bass on there and then it'll give you like. 12 inch bass in your area's average yeah. weight is 2.2 ounces. I don't know. I'm right. This shit up. Yeah. Well, I've had some of those where it's just like a 30, you know, 32 inch bass is like four and a half to five pounds. And you're like, yeah, that's a good big fish. Yeah. But also that 22 and a half pound fish, mm-hmm. I guarantee you was not like some 45 inch long fish. Oh, right. That was just a tank. Yeah, it was round as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, I guess it could have been like forty inches, but that still would have been absolutely. What'd you say ours was thirty eight and a half? No, this is the this is like so, so. This right here, largest in weight, I could find multiple sources for, very yeah. well documented, that it was a twenty two pound four ounce yeah bass out of lake montgomery georgia and then the okay. largest length bass largemouth bass 38.2 inches this is supposedly the largest one on record but only the u.s fish and wildlife had that like it was so hard to find so if anybody has another source please let me know that's but, crazy because i'm like i know that i've caught 32 inch bass before <clears throat> So as far as the world record in length goes, I'm not that far off. Right. You know, that's what's crazy about oh, it. Oh, which, that, yeah, knowing, think about it. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, it, it, you can go. I didn't really, that was oh, okay. pretty close to the end of the statement there. I was <laughs> just going to say, it's so weird to think about a 22-pound 22, 22 bass is the record largest bass. up here. Where you fish, they don't get very big, like not like that. In fact, yeah. the Minnesota record is eight pounds and fifteen ounces. So right. if you take that number, eight pounds, you compare it to twenty-two, and then you look at the length being thirty-eight point two as the length record for a bass. And you go, yeah. Oh, I've actually caught like 32. Right. It's like, holy shit. Think about how round that fish has to be <laughs> to go from just, eight pounds to 22. Just such a just such a freaking tank, dude. Just <laughs> so a tank. Huge. So huge. It's amazing. Um, and the eight pounds, 15 ounces actually was caught in my area. Down here in the West Metro. We've talked about that, I think, before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I told you I was fishing. That was one of my fishing mistakes. Anyways, go look at that website, uh, that that episode, the fi- true fishing stories. So, anyways, that was yeah. all I had. I wanted to just talk about the record sizes and stuff here at the end. And, and I love your comparison of, oh, no, I've caught like 30-something. Oh, uh, that I was must. such... That was so good. So as we do sometimes, we do our like fact checking yeah. on the fly when Live I research. say some shit and I go, hold on a second. Am <laughs> I right on this? I don't know. I feel like 32. 
No, I've caught like a 32-inch walleye. Oh, um, you're mixing up your walleye and your bass size. Okay. Yeah, and I was thinking that they were bigger. It's showing that like a 20-inch bass is like the equivalent of five pounds. So oh, okay. like the our state record would have been in the realm of like 24 to 26. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm... I'm pretty sure I did catch a 22 and they're saying the 21 and a half is like the equivalent of like 6.21. Mm. Hmm. So I don't know. Some of my fish have been pretty big, but I haven't had a scale. I need to get a scale. <laughs> I actually, I need to get tape. <laughs> I don't even have, I don't even <laughs> have any measuring right now. Which I know dude. It's like one of the, that's one of the things I'll have everything when I have, a good decent boat that has everything set up it'll be all right there ready to roll mm-hmm. um i have a decent tape um now in my tackle box mm-hmm. but depending on what i'm doing for the day i don't always bring the whole tackle box you know all oh, right i'll just bring a couple of things that i need or i actually have like more than one tackle box so i'll just be like i'm just bringing this tackle box and i should have a tape in each one um right but like my biggest muskie that one was caught randomly when i wasn't prepared for it uh-huh. and i just kind of like held it up and we just kind of eyeballed it and then looked at like where the nose was lined up and where the tail went to later and then i was just like well that's at least a 50 inch fish for sure nice but mm-hmm. but you didn't have tape you, on you <laughs> couldn't tell you exactly what it was so right people were just like what's your biggest and i go well Funny story, didn't have tape, but I do have video and pictures. So right, so you can it happen, but I can't tell you exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And on that note, actually, before we wrap up the fishing topic here, um, do you know how they're regulated? I forgot to look that up, and I'm just thinking of it now because when I go fishing for when I get out to go fishing for pike again, yeah, I'm going to need the tape because there's a slot limit. Oh, yeah. Is that how it is for bass, though, too? Because even though our records are primarily based on weight, our regulations have to be based on length, right? Oh, yeah. The regulations are based on length for sure. Okay. But I don't know if they have any on that because, like, at least for me, I don't know what those regulations are because I've never had to worry about it. Oh, because sure. Small or big, it's getting put back. You know, for the most part, right? If it's a if it's a medium sized one, if I'm looking to catch to get some eaters, I'm keeping it. But I don't think there is. I think the regulation is just a number. Mm. With bass, I think you can do whatever you want. It's just kind of like a like an unwritten thing where if you catch <laughs> a big bass, you should put it back. But nobody says right. you right. can't take it. And certain waters, you can't keep them. But that's mm. it. It's mm-hmm. like uh, a lot of times f- uh, six is the limit with bass mm-hmm. and you just keep whatever you want. Sure. You know, you, you yeah. just want some little ones. They keep, get, you know, well, because again, I think it probably comes down to because they're not, they're not really eaters. Like nobody really catches bass to eat them. You catch them every once in a while, throw them in with the crappie mix or whatever. Right. Like a decent sized one. But it's not like people go, oh, I'm going bass fishing for food today. It just is not that common. 
And right. It's just, it's definitely not as common as just going out going bass fishing, which means you're just going out to catch bass and throw them back. Right. As a whole, yeah. Right. I would say so. Because, I mean, I'm sure plenty of bass get caught because there's plenty of fishermen that go out to their local water wherever they can get on mm-hmm. and they put live bait on a bobber mm-hmm. and cast it out mm-hmm. and keep whatever they catch. Right. Because <laughs> they're just looking for some fish to eat. Right. So I get what you're saying. I think it happens a lot, but definitely not as much as just trying to go bass fishing does. Right. Right. Because there's, I see like when I go fishing on the lake, I see far more boats out there with me than I do people casting a line off the dock at the landing, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got you. So, all right. Oops. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that loud. I don't know. Oh, Maybe it'll show scared. up on your side, but I I didn't hear that much. Anyways, it, in real life, it scared me. I don't know if it came through on the mic, but it... <laughs> not too much. So I think you're good. So, anyways, that's it, huh? That's largemouth bass for now. I think so. Um, yeah, dude. I don't it, know. There'll be more. There's definitely going to be more, man. Again, the like we said at the beginning, America's world's most popular sport fish you're you're not going to get away from it um partially the reason why it took us so long to get to it um but that's it let's wrap it up and talk about some ai here in the second half huh hell yeah all right hit the break Here we are, patreon.com slash realaftv. That's right, patreon.com slash realaftv. Real like fish and real. We are on Patreon, and we are coming to tell you, and by we, I mean me and Tim, Real AFTV podcast here, coming to you to say we have a Patreon as low as $1 a month, but hey, you could go up to 100 if you really wanted to get crazy with it. It's there. Go over to our website realaf.tv you can find the patreon link right there or go to patreon and look us up realaftv real like fish and real and we have things like for $50 a month we will customize uh what kind of tackle is it tim we have some in the warehouse right now that we haven't actually a, a lure yes a lure thank it you is a is a crankbait crankbait yes we will customize a crankbait for you at yes. The $50 tier. Also, Patreon, if you're new to the whole Patreon thing, if you're on a podcast, you're probably not that new to it. But Patreon is is something that you can jump in and out of. Like if you do $50 this month, bam, you get the custom lure. But you don't want to do that for the whole year. You jump down to the $5 a month tier where you're going to get early access content. You can help vote on the random take, uh, yep. one of the random takes for the month. And, uh, you know, we'll keep up with you on Patreon as well. Like a, just a direct Patreon contact. There's communication you do only through Patreon. That's what I'm trying to say. So sure. if you're new, yep. there's just a little intro to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to clarify that that custom painted lure is a fully custom painted lure, like the pattern and everything. 
That yes. won't be just something that we have a lure that we just like write really FTV out. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for, yeah. for clearing that up because yes, it, it, it is a, it's a, it's a slug for lack of a better word right now. And it will be turned into something. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at the, the whole fishing lingo. So maybe Tim, you could evaluate on that a little or like elaborate on yeah, that. I mean, it, it's, 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 yeah, right now it has no color and I will give it color. I, there it we will, go. It will look like a, uh, a bait fish imitation of some sort. It might not be exactly colored. It might not be realistic. You know, some of that stuff out there that the different companies work with makes different stuff, but it will be a custom painted uh, lure. Lure. And it won't look like dog shit. (laughs) Not to to be too full of myself, but I'm, I'm, I have some talent. You you Um, have some artistic talent. Yeah. Very true. If you know friends and family and stuff like that that got a few bucks to kick our way let them know realaf.tv scroll down a little bit there's the patreon link it'll shoot you right over sign up for a little bit yeah how's it going friends and family welcome back to the is that (laughs) only fucked up because i meant to okay or did i do it because i wanted to make sure you know I'm not AI generated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. AI doesn't do that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AI is perfect. So if you didn't catch on, if you if you're somehow just fucking listening straight through and didn't get it, we're gonna talk about AI. I'm not an AI. I'm a real boy. <laughs> That's what my AI told me today. <laughs> You're a real boy. You sound like a lady. <laughs> I purposely picked a lady's voice and made it say that. <laughs> nice. I'm not AI. I'm a real boy. <laughs> so, yes. Welcome back to the Real AFTV podcast show about fishing random takes from land 10,000 lakes. You have made it into the random take. And we are going to talk about AI. It's funny if you listen to the whole podcast. We talked about how we weren't going to, we're, oh, we're going to get into all the hot button shit. Now that it's episode 82, we're going to get into all of the stuffs, right? Manga, yeah. mega. mega. I can't even fuck up. I can't do <laughs> Struggling a little bit. Oh my God. We're going to talk about vegetarians. We're going to talk about make America great again. We're going to talk about vaccines. We're going to talk about Ukraine, all of the fun stuff. All that stuff. We're going to talk about Gaza. We're going to talk about vegans. We're going to talk about the the not cage-free chickens or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All that shit. No, we but we were making jokes about how, of course, we're not going to talk about that shit. That's not what we want to talk about. We don't want to like feel the tension of whatever those things. And then I was like, oh, yeah, but we are going to talk about AI, which is kind of a hot button thing. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But we're also not going to talk about it in in the sense of like AI. What is it doing? What is the future necessarily? You know, like, where's it right. going? Yeah. Some of those things are going to come up naturally in conversation, but specifically 
AI and creativity and what's going on there and why yeah. are we doing that? Christmas special. The Christmas special. Christmas special. special. <laughs> Go back to the Christmas special and check out those ads, people. seriously and go over to youtube specifically if you go over to um the youtube version of the real aftv podcast christmas special 2023 you will see ai generated logos for the ai generated ads yeah that we read in between segments on the Christmas special this last year or this year, yep. I guess, because it just went by. Yeah. So, Tim, you yep. you haven't dabbled a, t- a ton in AI generated stuff, right? No, no. So let me let me kick it off a little bit. Of, well, let's just start with the topic of how that Christmas special got there. Yeah. So we had the Christmas special. And, um, there were like, we had it divided into three parts or we had it divided into parts. And so I had the idea that we should do, we should read ads. Like we should do like an old 1940s style sort of ad, um, read thing, just like a radio, like a radio ad. Right. Right. Now we get radio ads all the time on podcasts, but they're, I don't know. How, how would you explain a, a, a podcast? Like it's the podcast commercials you get are for podcasts anymore. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or, or it's the host, um, reading off bullet points almost, right? Like trying to make yeah. an ad out of bullet points. It's as a lot of it's actually like, scripted from the company that yeah. where they hand it out to all the same people because I'll hear the exact same exact ad same read ad by different people. Right. Right. And some of them like uh Matt and Shane's secret podcasts. Okay. They'll be reading through it and they'll hit the parts that they're supposed to like ad lib where it'll be like, Oh, cause I'm trimming my balls with the ball trimmer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, also, they'll get to a point and they'll be like, um, uh, and say personal story here. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I'd trim my balls or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And, and it's all so ad. Like, I, I, okay. So I wanted to have the idea of like those old radio ads, you know, that they'd be like, and, and this, Radio TV show is is brought to you by uh, oh. Sprite or whatever you know, like right. s- s- sprinkle Sprite's dish soap, and it was just like, uh, yeah, okay, that's weird. And then they do like a show, and then they would read the ad, and then they would come back to the show, and it's like a detective show that has these right. ads in it. And so, like, I kind of I prompted the ai with that of like i need a 1940s radio show ad yeah and so now it's time for a word from our sponsors yeah and it's still that same guy who is never in the show he just intros it 
and outros it and does the ads, right? There's that like host, that, right? The now our sponsors. Yeah. The most he does is come in with something clever based off of like slightly what you just saw. Oh, that Lucy, she's always getting into something. Let's see what she is. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> segues in just by like saying something like he's been part of what you've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. All... As in like he's watching it along with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but for he's, sure. he doesn't know anything. He just knows what show he's on there. Yeah. What'll she get into next? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what she's bound to slip into eventually is herpes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so AI and creativity is is sort of like a hot button thing right now, but me and you too, you're you went to graphic school with me. <clears throat> yeah. We went to graphic school together. Yep. There is now AI creating things, cre- being creative, and that's the yeah, like that's where those commercials came from, and right, like, that's why I said go over to YouTube and and watch the ad because when you get to the ad, there's an AI generated logo over the VO that me and Tim did. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I did it's nothing crazy, but type it in. So, dude, I got you. Please, real. I was just going to say real quick, too, before we move on too far, if you haven't seen that special, um, just so you know that one of the ad reads was for her peas. Oh, yeah. Like the just my in reference case you, before. <laughs> in case you heard Josh's reference, you're like, what? Slipping to herpes. <laughs> <laughs> so go check that out. That was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It was great. And. Okay, so Adobe's doing some crazy stuff. Bing and Chat, because they bought, Microsoft basically bought Jet GTP. Okay. Um, Dolly has been one of the image generators, and so uh, Microsoft's paired up with them. Dolly's been around for a while um, because, yeah, it's an image generator. Long story short is I've been playing with some of these AI tools, and it's fucking yeah. wild, and it's it's fun. It's fun yeah. for me as a creative, actually, to to prompt the computer to generate something. Damn it, I hit my boom again. I got to get better. At yeah, that. just come up with some stuff. I want to play with it, too. I just never even knew. Now I know. What is it? Just dolly.com? Oh, no. We... Microsoft now just links it to Bing. You can go to Bing, and instead of using the Bing search engine, you can use the Bing chat function. Mm-hmm. And it has it has Dolly built in for image generation. So you can just say, hey, create me a image. Da, 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 da. Right there, huh? And it just goes, okay, I will try to create that for you. Boom. Damn. Yeah. So we'll talk about more. We'll talk about that in, a, in just a second. Um, because I'll, because yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I'll go into how do you do it in just, uh, in just a minute. But the reason why I want to go back just for a second <clears throat> is talk about those ads and and creativity yeah. in general is it's allowed us to do things faster and with out worry a copyright yeah and because you know youtube's really good at pinging off copyrights and stuff like that right 
And it's going to get good at AI generated stuff too. It's going to get good at detecting AI generated things too. But the reason why we didn't say anything in our Christmas special is because we just wanted to see, right? Like right. We just wanted to just put it out there in the world and then have this conversation because me and Tim still wrote the general premise and then we like handed right. it off to the AI um, to to generate in general, I guess. Right? I don't know. Right. Exactly. It's like we needed a yeah. rough draft or yeah, we needed a rough draft quick. Hey, here's some funny ideas. And then I took right. them and I handed them off to, uh, you know. Yeah, we're... We came up with a funny premise and said, write the joke. Yeah. And then AI did the did the legwork but, in a super fast way. Yeah, in a <laughs> super fast way. But I didn't tell it to write a joke. I didn't tell it to be funny. Right. No, the, so, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What go, happened go. was we told it to make an ad, <laughs> but we gave it words that would be funny <laughs> when you try to make an ad out of the words we use. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so it's and it doesn't know that. So it's writing a sincere ad and we're just like, right. be sincere because what's going to be funny is the sincerity. Right, and right, right. <laughs> so so and this is all just chat, right? This is all just this is just text based. So. Tim. So I, I told Tim the premise um, of like, hey, it's going to be, you know, we're going to split it up and we, we have we're going to need three ads. Here's what they're going to do. Do you have a funny idea? And he goes, herpes is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> Want to see that herpes. <laughs> yeah. And so you give me, you give me the funny premise and, and a few, you gave me a few other points. And, and I did for all three of them. I just said, write me a 1940s radio ad, you know, and then I gave it the prompt. It was like, I have a product. It's called herpes. Its tagline is this, which we came up with. Like, I, I believe my memory is, is that you came up with the product. We came up with a tagline and then I would go and tell the AI, write me a 1940s radio ad for this product with this yep. tagline. And it has to be like about 30 seconds long. And it just spit this shit out. And then there are minor edits to it. Sometimes we yeah. didn't edit because it's funnier that way but right yeah there were do you want to talk about the edits where, a little bit well there was i was just gonna say that there were a couple of times where when we read the sentence we're like that english is weird right there mm -hmm. and it just feels weird to read it as it is so we would just change it right to make it sound right to roll off the tongue properly yeah just that, like how that was i do the right the that's whole the right latin way. Yeah, just like how I do with the whole Latin fish stuff. <laughs> I just read it until it sounds right to me. Right. Instead of, you know, trying uh -huh. to, I think about like the different vowels and the different spots of where it could be said until it feels right. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the, I'll read through some of that stuff and then just change it. Herpes didn't edit shit. I didn't want to know. I said, don't, I'm reading this live in the recording. I don't, I don't want to know anything that it wrote. I just want to, I just want to go straight into this one and let it be a, a natural reaction. Cause I feel like it's going to be good. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and with the, 
um, with the chimney sweeps one, <clears throat> I I specifically told it to say, or I specifically told it had to work in the idea of um, that there would be small children doing the job because okay. <laughs> because it's that's just a that's just a joke that's just a funny joke because mm-hmm. chimney sweeps were kids back in the day because they could fit in the chimney well sure so that's just like an old history kind of style joke so i told it to work that in um i also told them that uh the kids would bring or that the that chimney sweeps having a chimney sweep would be would bring joy to it and it just put the kid thing and the joy together <laughs> it just said because it said something and i don't have it in front of me but i remember vaguely so if you go back and listen to it um in the christmas podcast uh Christmas special, it says like, uh, the childs will clean your chimneys and bring you joy for the holiday season or something like that. I I didn't fucking tell it to say that the kid was going to be the one bringing me joy. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. And again, I think it's the, it's the sincerity and then the prompt and, the the beginning of this before we started this topic it made me think i heard something in like 2019 or 2020 or something where humans have generated more information in the last 10 years than we had in the, all of the years prior leading up to the invention of like the printing press so Damn. it took us like and and you know, I could be wrong on there. I, I mean, I could be wrong on the exact window, but it is something like from 20 and I'm making up numbers now, but it's like from 2010 to 2020, more shit had been created than all of humans were able to create from when the printing press became something that was in decent use up until 2010. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that fucking wild? And now it's like, oh, thanks, AI. You're going to just make so much more shit for the internet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I mean, I would assume that that should help cut us, cut it in half again. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of the shit where it was like, this is how fast we were moving before. Right. And uh, now in the next five years. We'll be like, what? Whoa, whoa, we did it again. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely from a creative standpoint, I mean, you can tell it to do whatever you want and it comes out. Like, I think, yeah, I think honestly, you're going to be able to do this AI stuff with different manufacturing stuff too, where they say, oh, give me this, yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it'll throw out an idea mm-hmm. and then they just listen to it. It's like the business people used to you know they would always have you know the people with the money that call the shots yeah they have the idea bringers come up and it's in every fucking movie that you see (laughs) half of the hallmark movies all the hallmark movies yeah they're just coming into the board meet oh i got a big board meeting i got my fucking note giant notepad here's my idea here's my pitch and it's just some people with power yep that don't have a creative bone in their body just sitting back going Hmm. Yes, I. I think maybe we can work with this, and they go yes, and then 
Right. Some shit happens where it doesn't work out and or the next guy comes in and steals their idea. Oh, no. <laughs> and right. the whole movie's the turmoil of that happening. Yep. But now AI will come up with that idea, too, and just be crazy and shit. But the, the some of the stuff that it does, I absolutely love because it thinks so much differently so than much different how humans think that's yeah. there's a podcast out there yeah i was gonna Doodsy. say because that what is that podcast called again it's dudesy yeah that's D-U-D-E-S-Y. right d-u-d-e-s-y dudesy yep and uh, i've listened to it too but not a lot not as much as you have the opening song that it comes up with is fantastic it's a song it created on its own. It's a song that it decided, like, they must have told it to make a song about yourself. Like, you're a show. Make a song about it. Mm-hmm. And the opening line is, go back to tomorrow and think of yesterday. <laughs> like, what the shit what does that mean? What the fuck is that supposed to mean, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but it says it like, go back to tomorrow and think of yesterday. <laughs> and it's the dude, it's such a good jam. I love it. But <laughs> it's crazy. And everything you're thinking will be the things I say. Is the oh next line. God. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, or you no, know what is it? Oh, go ahead. Plan and plan. Sorry. Go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? Nobody would write those lyrics. No. No human but would AI write that. did, and it sounds perfect, and it's intriguing. <laughs> and it's like, what's that Will Ferrell thing? It's in it's in the, the Jay-Z and Kanye song. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's provocative. It's provocative. <laughs> yep. What does, what that, does even that even mean? mean? Nobody knows. It gets the people going. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It's it's so good. And the AI comes up with different stuff just on its own. I don't know what it's programmed to do or yeah. what's well, prompting yeah. it to. And there's but, different AIs for sure, but I love Dootsie yeah. because it's a creative AI, exactly what we're I, talking about. I mean, it comes up with different stuff. They had a cease and desist because Doozy decided to make a stand-up special. Of Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady's voice <laughs> doing jokes about Tom Brady's life. And it's good shit. It's really fast. It hits so many. The timing isn't perfect because it hits so many jokes. It's just like, bam, bam, oh, bam, yeah. bam. Yep. And it, I mean, it's really good shit, actually. The, <laughs> the, the fact that it's able to do stand-up in the in the form of Tom Brady with Tom Brady's voice and actually kill it is absolutely insane. And then the the I don't know if it knows like the sideways diss, like what it's actually doing, but they got a cease and desist, and they weren't supposed to use Tom Brady's likeness anymore, which is first off bullshit and they thought it was bullshit too and they're like you can't stop us from doing this we're not actually doing it but they did mm-hmm. and then dudesy on its own decided that tom brady doesn't want us to use his name anymore so from here on out we will refer to him as football baby <laughs> <laughs> So 
So just like, hell yeah, dudes. He's just dude's like, just working around it. <laughs> just give him a little work around. Just being like, oh, you don't want to be Tom Brady anymore? Fine. We'll call you football baby, you stupid football baby. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, dude, it's it's insane. It is. What it's able to do. And the stories. Oh, my gosh. I and I can't wait to hear more stuff that I've seen other commercials for like Pizza Hut. This is like beyond doozy and stuff where you just see the random shit that it just comes up with because of like the narrative that the that the people have pushed in these commercials Mm -hmm. where they're like. Pizza will bring you together. Pizza will make you smile. Pizza's oh. going to make you have a good time. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. having fun. And then AI takes that and then just bold face puts it out exactly what the <laughs> the 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 companies were trying to get, you know, to uh-huh. get the message to, that to, they were trying to convey, yeah. but it just goes, "Nope." Pizza will make you smile. Like it just yeah. flat out pizza. says what the message was. Exactly. It's like pizza <laughs> makes families love each other. And you're like, holy <laughs> shit. I love it. Nice. Hell yeah, it does. Fucking, <laughs> fucking nice AI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you eat a pizza pizza and try to be grumpy. You got it. You nailed it, AI. Hell yeah. <laughs> but Oh my God, that's awesome. The, the execs are just like, that's too over the plate. And just be like, just say like, what it is. Stop doing this stupid shit. <laughs> Stop playing the stupid game. Yeah. But those AI, I've read a couple of different things. I don't have any examples off the top of my head. But how it, just because it says such weird shit and I don't see it coming because of how it's worded, <laughs> it's almost like it's kind of like broken English. And that's why it's like, you know, yeah cracking you up because it's saying things in weird ways yeah it's just like i love it because that's what gets me the most (laughs) when i can't see a joke coming it gets me harder than a regular joke right it hits me harder that gets me harder that sounds a little bit weird pause (laughs) you know (laughs) ai creativity gets me harder Oh my gosh, when AI writes a good joke, I'm just rocked up. (laughs) I get. I don't even go on any of those adult sites anymore. I go to the Bing and I say, AI, tell me a joke. And AI tells me a joke. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but so the jokes. Now, I don't know. I don't know the stand up or anything like that. But the like when you say the jokes that it's it's like throwing out because you don't see it coming and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I think it's doing things that it has been well, it's obviously doing things that's been taught. But I think it's doing what you said. It's like sifting through a lot of it. Yeah. And kind of trying to get to the point quicker. And that's what right makes it funny because it's almost like humans wouldn't do that because the like build of tension is fun. And nice, right. and that like the payoff is better if you build tension right. But like a three year old doesn't do that, a four year old doesn't right. do that, right? And it's funny as fuck when you know a, a two year old or three year old, whatever, just cuts straight to the chase. That's funny, 
Oh, yeah, exactly. It's the cut into the chase part. Yeah. And I think that's where AI is right now, because if you go and look at the logos, too, that were made, like the herpes one actually turned out really fucking awesome. I have almost zero complaints about that one. We'll go to the chimney sweeps one, dude. And it's like chimney is like C-H-M-M-E-Y or C-H-M-E-E-Y chimney. Like it doesn't know how to fucking spell chimney. Yeah, there was something else that I pointed that too. I was just like, "Why?" It's like that's weird spelling. Yeah, and you and you were like, "Yeah, I told it to spell it the right way like five times, and it just <laughs> wouldn't do it." <laughs> yes, yes. I I put it in quotes sometimes. Like I was like, "Okay, I need a logo for this brand, Chimney Sweeps." Like, and I put it in quotes, spelled it correctly. Like, this is the text. This is the logo. Fucked it up. The Jackman's <laughs> chewing thing. Put the J backwards every time, like it's a fucking four year old trying to learn how to write. It was, it was so good. Right, this is just weird children stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a kid learning. Yeah, it's it, weird to think about it that way, but right. that's what it is. But uh, I'm right there with you, dude. Exactly. And it's just like a stubborn little kid <laughs> where you're just like chimney spelled like this. No, Mm-mm. chimney spelled like this. <laughs> Your J is backwards. Yeah. Did you want me to tell you a story about Jackman's or not? <laughs> it's like, what the shit, dude? What the shit, dude? And oh, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah the cutting, I love the cutting to the chase, dude, where it just gets in there and gets it done. No beating <laughs> around the bush. And I think that's where, that's why everything becomes funny, regardless if you want it to be serious or not. It's yeah. all funny because of how it just cuts to the chase. It cuts. It cuts out some of the middle words where mm-hmm. there's certain stuff that in like in advertising and stuff, yeah, it's weird if you just come out and say it right away. Sure. So you just kind of insinuate what this might be for. Right. And AI just says it every time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a just for men's yeah. commercial where they're just like, mm-hmm. you know, painting a little color in there, more distinguished or whatever. And they just show them at parties and they're just like, it's giving me the confidence that I need to, you know, uh-huh. pick up my lady or whatever. Yeah. And then AI is just like, you need a blacker beard <laughs> to match your hair on your head so you can pick up ladies <laughs> at the bar. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, pretty much that's what I'm going for. <laughs> and it's just, it's that kind of stuff every time. And it's so good how it just does not beat around the bush, but also the creativity. That's why, uh, like, not trying to keep harping on dudesy and stuff. No, no, please. I, I, I figured that so... was going to be a pretty big part of this topic. I'm so curious on how it ends up coming with up with the premise and everything that it does. I don't know if they have creators that are giving it ideas, feeding it stuff, and it's coming. They right. act like it's almost like sentient, and they've had updates in the past mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I need to recalibrate or whatever, and it comes back and it talks a little bit different and whatnot. But like for a while, it was doing ad reads and it was being tom hanks 
And then after the whole Tom Brady kerfuffle, they started not saying Tom Hanks, but it was Tom Hanks voice. Mm-hmm. It was Tom Hanks fucking face on YouTube. It's <laughs> it's an AI generated Tom Hanks face, but they were calling it like it, it, dudes. You would call it Thomas Hankel. It's Thomas <laughs> Hankel, you know, and then they just have him do an ad read. Uh-huh. But the ad read would be for dudesy mugs. Mm-hmm. And then it would just talk about dudesy mugs. Well, it wouldn't even talk about dudesy mugs. It would tell you the most insane story and then just throw in dudesy mugs at the end <laughs> of a sentence. Like it was just the it was just how it ended every sentence. And it would be some stories about the one of them was like you're gonna go into Coca-Cola, like to talk to the higher ups in Coca-Cola. And when you get there, you're gonna have on a white t-shirt with your the symbol of the seven lords of hell bleeding through your shirt <laughs> because they know that whatever and it just keeps going off about like this storyline about like you're practicing satanic rituals <laughs> in order to get what you need from the coca-cola company coke. that you're going to advertise that you're going to uh not advertise that you're going to apply for like you're you're trying to get the job there and it even says at one point and it's like and you're going to kill the main person because they know at Coca-Cola you kill what you keep dudesy mugs it just kept saying it like that. it just kept saying shit like that and it's like is it honestly coming up with these insane storylines on its own or what are you doing are you right. are you being like Tell us a story where Tom Hanks is telling another guy how to get a job at Coca-Cola, but work in also the storyline of the seven layers of hell. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And that's the fun. That's part of the fun. It's like Dootsie could be its own AI that they're kind of teaching using, you know, open software or something like that. And a combination of different. I know they're using a combination of different AIs, but maybe that's what they're doing is they're like pulling in a combination of different AIs and they're they're generating shit together. That that could be what they're doing. I don't know for sure, but like yeah. It's fucking funny. It's the premise of the show. It is the show. It's the reason for the show. And so it's a creative tool, and that's like what I'm doing with Adobe or Bing and for small operations like us who are full-time jobs, full-time dads, and then do this too, hey, shit, it's fun. It makes it makes some of this stuff easier. Now, I'm not using, I'm not going to Bing AI or chat GPT and saying, write me a two-hour podcast on largemouth bass. And you can tell by the way we talk that that's not happening. Right. But Maybe we should though. That'd be fun. Uh, Dude, we could definitely try it. Like, maybe we'll come up with a prompt this year and and give it a go and just see. Or just fucking have it, write it, and then just go off and be weird. Right. We should see what it does to just be like, uh we need, like, just the bullet points. That's We need you to give us one main topic. We need you to give us two story, like, you know, whatever the... 
the, you know, the next steps down are, you know, yeah. Here's the you main umbrella topic yeah. underneath. Like here's another topic. Give us seven bullet points to touch on underneath that. Yeah. And just see Dude, what it, we'll, we'll do a random take. We'll do a random take on it. And even if it is fishing. Yeah. Here's our random take. Here's our random, random take. Here's our, here's our AI generated <laughs> random. Yeah. Our random, random take. Um, but any, so, so where I'm going with that though, is, um, it allows for things like us to have it, to, to do fun things. Like I use it to generate yeah. thumbnails sometimes. So that way, um, but I put AI generated on there. It, it allows us to make that comedy because we have funny ideas. And so those, right. th- those commercials, the premise was written by us. We just didn't sit down and write them. And listen right. to, you know, 100 hours and whatever. And I understand this is kind of what the writer strike was about and stuff like that. But we're talking about using it for little tiny operations like us and, and getting better. It's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't publish that, you know, on, on, on some big giant network or whatever. Like, I yeah. would never use that for uh, if Coke came to me and was like, hey, you guys are funny. Um, I need you to write an ad, you know, that gets Coca-Cola into the hands of uh, people who fish. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. we're going to figure that out, you know? Right. Well, that's a that's <sighs> a perfect example, too, because it's like, you know, the writers are like, well, we need to get paid for these things that are happening and stuff. And it's just like, well, what, you know, a lot of people don't realize on a lot of these shows, how many writers and how many people are behind the scenes that you don't see. Right. And when we don't have a budget to have any of those people, right. Having AI in our pocket can definitely help in certain circumstances. And definitely. Yeah. If it gets a little bit smarter where we can just use it as, I mean, then it gets in the weeds too, where people are getting weird, where you're using it as like, slave labor and people are just like that's not fair and it's just like well it's also a robot that we created that doesn't have any feelings yet (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah and and on that note even we did write um the halloween special story oh yeah remember that was yeah i had i this is the perfect example of we used AI for the first draft. Like, yeah, I, I was having yeah. trouble finding something in the public domain that fit our time frame. And yeah. so I gave it a bunch of prompts and it spit something out and I edited it. I did the first edit pretty good. Yeah. And then me and Tim did an edit before we even read it. And it was it was heavily edited. That one end. was. Yeah. That one, that took, one was. Yeah. That one was worded weird in a lot of different spots. Mm-hmm. We were like had to go through and figure that one out. Yeah. So yeah, we did definitely, but it did good. It did good. I mean, it was a good story. It was creepy. Yeah. It it was, but a, it, it did felt- have some plot holes, so it wasn't perfect too. Because I remember <laughs> at the end, I like yeah. it was just like yeah, you went in on it. How? Because well, there was that one part where it was just like it looks at a a cursed book. Or whatever, and I was just like, "We just got there. How the hell do we know it's cursed?" <laughs> right. But it's like, also, I guess some of the different uh, storytelling versions are where you're like the, it's like the god type. 
oh yeah perspective whatever it is yeah yeah where it's just like an all-knowing being right. where it's like yeah it's you're looking at a cursed book where your characters don't know that but i the author do right i got you somehow because i am all right. that is the oh. author <laughs> all that is the author cursed book <laughs> right but yeah you're i mean you bring up the point there of like you get into the slave labor and stuff like that because i don't have to credit fucking chat whatever with that you know i just i did say it was ai generated in the credits right yeah and and stuff like that but i'm not saying like where from specifically and all that shit and right yeah and there's a real weird gray area there but i mean dude for me if if we could afford somebody to write a short story for us cool if you're out there in the community of real af tv and you really want to write a short story for the Halloween special, you know how to yeah, contact yeah. us, reallyf.tv. Remember, real like fish and real two E's in the middle. Right. Slash contact over on the website, reallyf.tv slash contact. You know how to get a hold of us. But yeah, there's no budget. And it's just like, I don't know. This is this is fun. Right. It, is it costing people jobs? I don't know, but we're... Look at the way that we're using it now. Look at the way we're adapting around it. You know, I'm a creative. Right. I still create well, stuff. And the part that gets to me, like where you're saying just now is like, it, you're a creative. It doesn't stop you. I think it's weird. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, if it's AI, you know, whatever. But I think, I think they can all use AI, you know? Yeah. You, you Why can couldn't have it that be your premise. Tool? One of your tools. You can have that premise. You can toss it out there. It can come back to you. Like now you have become that uh, business exec in sure. the office. Right. Throwing out your premises. Say right. we need this. We need that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the people are showing that this is the hot button topic. I need to make a joke on this. Mm -hmm. I have this idea. You know, it's it happens in the green rooms already. Right. The comics are back there having a joke. They're throwing it out there. Yep. Other comics are just being like, what if you use this tagline? And just be like, oh, shit, that's great. I didn't think of that. Now you're just, AI is just another person that you're talking with almost. In the room, where You're yeah. just being like, hey, here's my idea. I have this. I have that. I don't know how to make it work. Do you have any ideas? AI is just like, what if you put the J backwards? And you're like, no, what the fuck? That didn't help at all, you idiot. You idiot. It's a <laughs> shitty idea. <laughs> it's a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. So I said I was going to talk about it, and I'll tell you, too, so you can have some fun with it. I, I haven't tried it on phone yet, so it'd be fun if, you know, you're just sitting around one day and messing with it. But, okay, people out there, if you don't know how to get creative with AI, it's it's hilarious. It's fun. You can just keep it to yourself, even. You don't have to put it on the internet. You can just create some funny shit or some fun shit or whatever. Um, like, for me, I am an idea creative person, and then it takes a while to actually get a product out sometimes. And sometimes I think of something that I want to create, and then I just never do it because I know what it would take to create it, and I'm just like, eh, what's the point? Now sometimes on my lunch break, I just generate those little one-off funny ideas and it's pretty fucking cool <laughs> right now 
Anybody listening, you have an Xbox account. I know you do. You fucking liars. Don't you lie to me. You have an Xbox account. Microsoft account. Go to Bing. Log in. There's a chat thing at the top. And it even says like it's chat GTP four or five or whatever. It says that it just admits like they just say they're chat GTP. And then you it pops yeah. up and you get creative, balanced or precise or something like that. I usually just click the creative one. because yeah. That's again. So that also on the right. topic and also what we're doing. And then. And then just prompt the idea. Think. The way that I write about it, the way that I write it is like, okay, I know that I'm talking to a chatbot primarily, that this thing wants to generate text, that this thing wants to talk, and it wants to spit out ideas that um, it can find and cobble together from the internet. And so when I write something, for instance, like the, the Jackman's chewing tobacco, right? I will say, I will give it the the prompt. Okay, I want you to create a 1940s radio ad. The product is Jackman's Chewing Tobacco. Their tagline is, give her a kiss she'll never forget. Make sure right. to talk about it um, in the fashion of a Christmas ad, because this will be in... Yeah, I'll just say I'll just say something like that. Make sure that it um, is in the fashion of a Christmas ad for Christmas time. Uh, make sure that there is something in there about how your lady will love it that you're chewing Jackman's now, and it needs to be thirty seconds long. And you just wait for the text to come out. And sometimes it comes up with funny shit like it'll make your breath smell fresh. And leave your smile clean or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it just did that shit automatically based on what I told it. And it's trying to be serious. And it's just fucking funny because listen to the prompt that I gave it. I, tr- I said Jackman's chewing tobacco. Make sure, you know, the tagline is a kiss she'll never, your lady will never forget or whatever. It's like, that's fucking weird. Make sure it's a 1940s style. So I prompt that because... Of course, it's going to be uh, weirder if you give it that era because it's going to go and look for it. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, you have to like you have to talk to it in a certain way. And then if you need an image, you have to tell it like, hey, can you generate me an image of a whale and a donkey getting it on? And it'll say, I can't do that. You have violated my protocol or whatever. Oh. I see. Yeah. So then you say, fine, give me a velvet painting of Jesus in a Celtics jersey. And it goes, oh, yeah, I can do that. And it generates four (laughs) images of uh, Celtics (coughs) Jesus velvet painting. And you're like, yeah, that's what I was looking for. I, uh. I just tried, but this is far more of just a answer from Bing. Yeah. Than the AI. You might have been on the. Were you on the creative one too, or were you on the like balanced? I just like did like a downloaded the app. I think maybe I just did Bing. You might have done Bing because there's. I think it's called Google, or I mean, I think it's called 
Microsoft AI Assistant, I think is what it's called, to get the oh, check. Oh, it wasn't on. I see. Give me a weird factor hypothesis. So I downloaded the app, and I didn't have the GTP on. Ah, there you go. Because it does oh, what just... What shit is it doing now? It's just talking. It's just going <laughs> oh, off. Oh, hit stop responding, because it will just start talking to you. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what the it's, fuck that is. I always tell it to stop. just tell me weird facts. Yep. <laughs> I love this real-time reaction. Now, we're going to have to wrap this also, topic up. Yeah, we'll have to wrap this up, but just so you guys know, because the chat GBT randomly told me, and I didn't know this, so maybe I'll just share with the world real quick. Could be uh, sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins can. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for this possible truth. Uh, and also, I told it um, before I had the GTP, GPT on, uh, to write me this joke and that, and I kind of like w- hit it with a fishing premise, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Let's see what it gives me," and it just literally gave me a regular joke, and it said, "What do you call a fish that just spawned? A relieved fish." Yeah, it's not good at being funny. You have to make it be funny. Right. I gave it a big prompt too, and it should have wrote me a good joke. And I think I was just on Bing. And Bing was just like, I got fish and joke. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so funny. So yeah, I mean that's it. I think we should I, I think we should wrap up. You um definitely if you like this topic, like, subscribe, comment, all that shit. Um and and leave a review, please, and then comment on hey, more AI topics because we will. Um now um oh and yes i just want to say again generate an image of and then say it like that's how you'll get it to do images because it will say okay i will try to create that image for you otherwise it just wants to generate text so that's on bing and then on um adobe it just has an image generator like it just flat out just goes yeah i don't know here type in this box i'm gonna generate some shit for you and that one, shitty at logos, amazing at images. So <laughs> keep hitting us up if you want more of these AI topics. We got uh, thumbnails already that are being generated. I have for this thumbnail, you are going to see what Chat GTP Bing Microsoft version thinks it looks like. I told it to tell me. I talked to it for a little bit and then I was like, yeah. And then I said, could you generate an image of what you think you look like? Could you make a self-portrait? And it spit out some shit. And it's nice. good, but it did. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So uh yeah, come look at the thumbnail. If you're not looking, if you're on the podcast, go over to YouTube and look at the thumbnail. Um, you'll see what uh it thinks it looks like, what AI generates for a self-portrait <laughs> uh yeah i don't know like subscribe like i already said so tim what do you got anything um yeah all the good stuff patreon like subscribe patreon, thank you we're everywhere um also i kind of prompted a long response and i think i'm going to keep trying to see what it gave me but ha- as i was talking about like the fish 
spawning being like being in a stall Mm -hmm. i gave it something similar to that just being like what do you have if i give you this Mm -hmm. and it says what do fish say when they are spawning in a crowded river excuse me this stall is occupied (laughs) 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 it's like uh, yeah, you're you're getting there. You're getting there. That was kind of kind of the gist of it. <laughs>